This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. Splash Refresher spices up my daily water intake by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Every Splash Refresher flavor is delicious, bright, flavorful, and zero calories. I don't waste time on flavorless water I don't enjoy. I just drink Splash and I like it. My favorite flavor is the lemon. It really does taste like lemonade. My favorite is the mandarin orange flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hello and welcome to Childproof by Betches Media. I'm Tori Phantom. And I'm Gwena Lakeland. This podcast is dedicated to all the parents who are trying to break cycles but aren't sure where to start. And to all the parents who are confused by all the words we keep using that don't seem to have just one definition. Parenting doesn't just come in one flavor, and that makes it so hard to figure out how to parent when you can't or won't just copy how you were raised. Let's start the timer, because today we're doing a vocab lesson. I didn't want to do homework. (laughs) It's not homework for us. We're the teachers. We're the ones in the front of the classroom with the cool smart board. I have always wanted to play with a smart board. I have public speaking anxieties. (laughs) (laughs) Now's a good time to tell me that. Yeah. (laughs) We've been doing a podcast together for like a year. On the podcast. (laughs) No one can see me. It's different. Okay. So I posted a thread. Um, if you don't follow me on threads, I'm mama cusses on threads and Instagram and TikTok. but I posted a thread and I'm Tori Phantom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's the episode. Be sure to leave a rating. Um, so I posted a thread and it, it, it was a trend, but it's where you post this sort of unpopular opinion or hot take that is maybe not always going to be received super well. I'm going to read you my thread. You want controversy? Fine. Deep breath in. All feelings are not valid. All feelings are real. But feeling rage at a minor inconvenience isn't valid. I'm not arguing that you're feeling rage, but once you've calmed down, we should discuss how something so small triggered such a huge reaction. Big, real, racking sobs over bowl color is happening, but shouldn't be. Out of proportion, emotional reactions are a sign of something deeper. Sit with that. This goes for kids and adults. So uh, that is long-winded. That is, it is long-winded yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because it's me, of course. It's, <laughs> yeah. Could I say? Could I have said that in less words? Yes. Will I? No. This is relatable. <laughs> <laughs> but I I posted that thread, and then because I am constantly and always in need of validation, I immediately texted Tori. <laughs> yeah, I got a screenshot of that. <laughs> then like. Seconds after posting, I was like, validate me. Threads isn't going to do it fast enough. Tell me I did good. Um, So we got into a discussion because Tori was like, well, I don't agree with that. No, I don't. Really? I do, but I don't. I Explain yourself. Because here's the thing. Here's my take. All feelings are valid. Not all responses to those feelings are appropriate. See, and that's where we break apart because we're being very pedantic about the word valid because, and communicating on social media is so dang hard because you're always character limited or attention span limited or time limited because it's a fairly nuanced statement to say, not all feelings are valid. When I say that, what I mean is the feelings are very, very real. But the way you're expressing those feelings may or may not be valid. So we're saying the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. 
And because the way that I'm looking at this yeah. is the feelings are valid. Like you mm-hmm. being upset that your favorite bowl is dirty, that's valid. Right. The way you are reacting to mm-hmm. it, not appropriate. Yeah. Because you could just say, man, I'm bummed out that yeah. my bowl is dirty. But instead, you are crying on the floor. So mm-hmm. like the response to that feeling is inappropriate, mm-hmm. but the feeling of that disappointment is valid. Right. Again, we're being pedantic, but we we are being very pedantic, but that's that's part of the the issue in online communication and parenting communication is because yeah. when I say not all feelings are valid, what I mean is a little different than what some people may hear. And I understand that, but it's such a challenge to be like, okay, no, no, no. Well, yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I could have phrased that better. But at the time I was so like, I said that with my whole right. chest. <laughs> well, well, and you said it with your whole chest because you had the nuance of what you meant right. in your noggin. Right. And like for me, when I read your thread, I was like, I know what she means, mm-hmm. but I view this a little differently. Mm-hmm. And because of the interpersonal communication, we're able to navigate that while continuing to be pedantic and not moving on our stances. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I still say not all feelings are valid, but the the more finite way to say that, the fine tooth way to say that is not all emotional reactions are valid. Right. And that's essentially we are both saying the same thing in a whole lot of words. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the thing you said that that online communication can be very tricky because of this. Yes. But so can in person, in person. so can the communication <laughs> that you're having with your children about these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you're going to like look at your kid and actually be just say your threat at your 5-year-old. I don't right. think that's what's going to happen. But when we're communicating to our children and they are totally mistaking what we're saying or responding in a way that doesn't make sense to us, it is a good chance that you're saying not all feelings are valid and they're saying not all reactions to feelings are appropriate. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're saying the same thing but misunderstanding each other. You're, right. you're so close. You're in the same book, but you're not on the same page. And that can be really tricky, especially when you're talking to someone whose prefrontal cortex is not fully it's online. It's not fully online. <laughs> See, because here's the thing is I will... When I say I don't want to validate a feeling, what I'm doing is, okay, so let's take the bowl. We have realized that our very favoriteest bluey bowl is in the dishwasher. It's not going to be clean in time. We're at hanger level, so we're already at crisis point. We need to get food in our bodies, and we I'm not going to wash the bowl for you. Um, we also need to learn just how to deal with disappointment. Like, that's the I thing we have to learn. If you didn't say that, I was going to. Because, like, we do have the option to just wash the bowl, but why would mm-hmm. I wash the bowl when there's a stack of clean a bowls? A stack of clean bowls. This is one of those moments where we're teaching our kids how yes. to handle feelings. Like, that disappointment is not world-ending. No, it's not. But it's, it's going to feel like to them. So what I do is when I say not all feelings are valid, What my kid is feeling, what my kid is legitimately feeling over this dirty bluey bowl is rage. Mm -hmm. That is not a valid feeling here. I want you to know that you can feel disappointed about this. I'd even allow for some level of upset because you're five and feelings are new and they're difficult. Mm -hmm. But rage, rage is inappropriate. I'm not going to validate your rage here. We don't get to feel rage over a bluey bowl. If we do, it's not about the bowl anymore, is it? Mm -hmm. See, that's... 
I think, and this could just be because of my years of therapy on deck here, uh, <laughs> when I see the what looks like rage response, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing it as rage. Yeah. I'm seeing that as a huge dysregulation. And again, mm-hmm. we're doing the same thing. Yeah. We're just, uh, we're, just we're different, different approaches book. to the same goal. Yes. And for me, one of the things I like to do, right, because I think the feelings are valid, but I think sometimes like the way that I'm viewing it is that mm-hmm. they don't know what they're feeling. It yeah. just feels bad. And so sometimes they I, need us to name it for them. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Again, I go to a lot of therapy. I uh, I take out the feelings wheel. <laughs> have you interacted with the feelings wheel? Like really, like you might know what one is, but have you actually looked deeply into one? So it turns out that I did include an entire feelings wheel in my book, A Field Guide to Responsive Parenting. Like that's how important naming yeah. and understanding emotions is. TikTok sensation, Gwen. I, I like hate them. you so much. Pre-order I hate that they now, put that sticker on the book. so soon. It comes out. It's a good book. It comes out March 5th. Um, but no, that's that's how like important it is to be able to name all of these variations of feelings because they all require different responses. Frustrated yeah. is different than annoyed. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you're on the move. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash childproof. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash childproof. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It's targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. We love to see it. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash childproof. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash childproof. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get to enjoying some time in the sun, but springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have seasonal allergies. My husband has seasonal allergies. So from about April till June, we all sound like this just constantly. This is what we sound like without Claritin. It helps so much with being able to enjoy springtime and outside without running a water faucet for a nose. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Everyone has encountered a feelings wheel of some sort, but how can we use that as a parenting tool? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I do it on the regular, not on mm-hmm. the, like not all the time. I'm not like every day pulling out a feelings wheel, but there are times <laughs> where I know my kid is very dysregulated and I have not been able to figure out why, right? Like maybe it's just a bad day, whatever. And I'm noticing that they're just, they're having a hard time. They're not making it anyone else's problem, but I am seeing my child mm-hmm. having a hard time. I said, well, what are you feeling? And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let me it's, get out it, my feelings wheel. I'm going to get at the up. risk of overusing the word valid. It is perfectly valid that a child or even an adult does not know what they're feeling. Yeah, it's tricky. It's so tricky. And so what I have learned to do, like the first time I brought it out, I explained it. I said, well, a feelings wheel can help us figure out what we're feeling. And so mm-hmm. I show because if you haven't actually seen a feelings wheel, the inside of the wheel has broader emotions and feelings so you're talking about bad sad happy Mm -hmm. the kindergarten definition of feelings feelings and after that so you locate what feeling it is on the inside and then there's Mm -hmm. a second ring that goes off of each of those feelings we're we're up to like a a fifth grade definition a fifth grade vocab of what feelings are yes and so then on that outside there's even more that go off of the ones in the second ring and so what you can do is like what I've done, this is a recent thing I did with my kiddo. Mm-hmm. She said, I said, well, what's going on? She said, I don't know. I said, okay, feelings feel, let's do this. I said, and I listed off the inner circle. Mm-hmm. And I said, which one of these feels most right? And she said, bad. And I okay. said, okay, cool. Let's look at this. Do you feel disappointed? Do you feel frustrated? Do you feel, you know, and I listed those yeah. off. I'm not remembering them properly. And she said, uh, this one. And I said, okay, do you feel overwhelmed? Do yeah. you feel overstimulated you know I said that and she sat and after a moment she went I think I feel overwhelmed and I said do you feel overwhelmed by things you're thinking about and things that are happening or Mm -hmm. do you feel overwhelmed in your body in your senses and we named our senses and she sat and she said I think it's in my body it's like the senses and I said I can help with that I said, Mm -hmm. we're going to go in your room and we're going to turn the lights off except for our book light and our night light. I said, we're going to put on some soft music and I'm Mm going to get your coloring book out and we're just going to sit. We're going to control the sensory environment and see if that helps. And it helped because sometimes you just feel bad and it's just because you're overstimulated like that happens. Well, (laughs) and there, there are times that I actually have to sort of break through the crush of the emotion they're feeling. I said, so this is, this is going to be a, a bad mom moment. We need like right. theme music for when we announce that we're going to say something that automatically makes us a bad mom, bad mom moment. How dare you be a human that makes mistakes. It's not a mistake. They're just going to call me a bad mom for doing it. Mm. I tell my kid to stop crying. Oh, I am a responsive parent. <sighs> Very in tune with my emotional state as often as I can be because I'm a human. So, yes, I, I fuck up. Um, I, I care very much about my kids' emotional development, and I still tell them to stop crying. Now, what I don't do is look at their tiny little bawling faces and go, stop crying. What I do is I very carefully phrase the following thing all the time. I'm pretty sure this is one of those things that my kids are going to be like, I'm never saying that to my kid. And they absolutely will because it's really effective. Are these tears helping us feel better or making it harder to think about the problem? Do we need to cry it out, get this out of our system and then move on? 
Or are we just getting ourselves more and more upset? Because crying kind of hurts sometimes, especially if you've been doing it for a hot sec, especially if you cry the way my five-year-olds cry, which is like their whole body gets involved. It's a lot. It's physically a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So are these tears helping us feel better? There are appropriate times to cry. Absolutely. And sometimes it's appropriate to cry over what feels like a small thing. Mm -hmm. But or are these tears making it harder? For instance, just a couple days ago, we were cleaning up my son's room and we had gotten a brand new toy box. My son had outgrown the old style of toy box. We upgraded to a new style that was really going to fit with how his brain works, how he interacts with his things, right? And so that was a, a quite a process because we went from a big tub to one of the ones with the individual bins because mm-hmm. he will absolutely put cars in a bin and kitchen stuff in a bin and dress Can up stuff in a bin. Can your kid teach my kids how to organize their bins? I'm still waiting on my one kid <laughs> to teach my other kid to do that because right, this there. is only applicable to my son. My daughter, yeah, never valid. in a million years. <laughs> but... So we switched all this and it took some time because we had to help him because he needed buy-in to be able to put this system together and keep it together. If Mm -hmm. I just did it for him, it was never going to continue to work. So he had to decide where all these toys went. It was taking a long time. And he has a Lego pterodactyl that he has been very slowly building. This is an advanced set for him. Mm -hmm. He's fairly fresh to the kit building. He's done the free play with the Legos and he just got interested in building the kits. So he got a three-in-one dinosaur. He built the raptor with my mom, who's a big Mm -hmm. Lego fan, and he wanted to make the pterodactyl. And so we're like, all right, get out the book and we'll help you make the pterodactyl. He said, I want to do it by myself. Fair enough, kid. That I want to do it myself is the most stressful thing you can hear as the parent of like a five-year-old. I know, because he's not going to do it by himself. You have to let them do it by themselves. But there's an 80% chance it is going to end in them sobbing. Yes, And they still don't want your help. No. I was like, buddy, you can't read, but okay, the the instruction book's mostly pictures. You can count, so that's probably enough. (laughs) Um, So anyway, he was like, I want to do the pterodactyl. I was like, it is almost bedtime. Uh, You would finally get one piece you need, and then it would be time to go. So I'm going to say no pterodactyl tonight. We worked really hard on getting this toy box together. You did so good. It's time to brush the teeth. And because he's five, immediate waterworks immediate breakdown Mm -hmm. and i was like dude this is so over the top i think it's because you're you're definitely tired because it's obviously close to bedtime right you're a little dysregulated i i get all that but i had to stop him from crying because this was an over-the-top reaction to disappointment you get to be disappointed buddy you don't get to create a puddle with your bodily fluids because you're crying so hard Mm-hmm. Right. So I had to stop. And that's, are these tears helping us feel better? Or are they making it harder to think about the problem? Yeah. See, and here's another place where we're going to defer just a little bit. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think you're a bad mom for that. But there is a difference for me between tears and mm-hmm. the tantrum meltdown. Yeah sobbing inconsolable uh, you can't even get a word in edgewise right because Mm -hmm. and this is a thing because one of my kids is a crier every emotion she feels is tied to her tear ducts (laughs) in the last week she has cried over the episode of bluey where bingo is trying to sleep in her bed by herself yes when the mom became the son the son uh, Mm -hmm. just just sobbing deep sobs and i cried with her 
Uh, <laughs> then she cried over the Steven Universe movie. Uh, she cried because she like dropped a snack in <laughs> the yard. But I've never stepped in with these tears because they don't stop her from functioning. She's just right. sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so for her, it's always been, I've always celebrated her sensitivity. Yeah. And I tell her, I say, you feel things so deeply in mm-hmm. ways that other people can't. And that's special. Like right. you get to have the all these feelings. Like it's okay to cry. It's always okay to cry. And this worked out well because one yeah. time at school, someone called her a crybaby. And she looked at them and said, it's a good thing to cry. I'm just sensitive. <laughs> like, just just like fully, like, I'm sensitive. That's a good thing. What are you talking about? Yeah. Cry, baby. I'm not a baby. Like, were you trying to hurt me with that? Let's Try harder, try- dude. Come on. <laughs> and on the inverse, there's the crying where it's that inconsolable, what is happening? What, what, yeah. ha- I don't understand. And, and I think, cause I also have a five-year-old, you know, and it's, it's a phase five-year-olds go phase. through. People talk yeah. about like, oh, terrible twos. They're not terrible. They're experiencing feelings for the first time. Right. Uh, and, the three nature, they have attitudes. Like, no, again, they're just, they're learning to talk. They have the smallest bit of autonomy. By the time they're five, everything in their life has changed. They start at kindergarten. Yeah. They're not with you all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. These are big, big things that, that kindergartners have to go through. Yeah, a whole, whole new and, slew of things thrown yeah. at them. There's post-restraint collapse and yeah. Yeah, they're all, again, new experiences. And so yeah. that could be really frustrating. Uh, and so this is what I've been doing with my five-year-old who mm-hmm. is, in that same mode of like, oh, oh, that's a big reaction Everything to a is very as big as I can thing. make it. Yeah. So <laughs> the other day, <laughs> my kid, my eldest kid, got a few pieces of gum from her friend at school. Yes. Because her friend gave her a piece of gum and she said, can I have some to bring home to my sisters? <laughs> like my kids are like a, a sitcom. Like they're like full yeah. house. I'm like, what is yeah. this? It's, where's, it's, the, where's the music? It's, it's <laughs> disgustingly endearing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this this feels fake. Uh, but so she brings home the gum for her sisters. And at the time, my five-year-old was eating an orange. Mm-hmm. And so my eldest kid opened the gum wrapper for her. And when she handed her the gum, you would have thought that she punched her in the face. <laughs> it's just inconsolable sobbing. And I was like, what is, I don't understand. And so I sat with her, right? I always get down on their level and I'm looking at her and I said, I need you to take a breath, babes. I said, you know, and I do the water trick I've talked mm-hmm. about before. Like if you take a sip of water, you actually have to slow your breathing in order to take a drink of water. And it's yeah. kind of like this forced regulation. Yeah. It works. And to the point my, now my kids get upset and they're like, can I have some water? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, let's take a sip of water, let's breathe, and because she's just, I mean, like just full, full like meltdown, and I was so, but it was right after school where post restraint collapsed. So I look at her and I said, "What is going on? Like, why are you so upset right now?" And she said, "I wanted to open the wrapper. You wanted okay. to open the wrapper." And I said, okay. I said, well, let's calm down. And we breathed. I calmed her down. She's still sniffling. But I said, Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. And she said, I don't want to talk about it right now. I said, okay. I said, I'm going to ask you yes or no questions. Can you nod your head for me? And she said, she nodded. (laughs) All right. So I said, is the gum wrapper being opened for you? I said, is that a big thing? She shook her head no. I said, is it a little thing? And she shook her head yes. I said, did you want to open the wrapper? Shook her head, yes. I said, were you disappointed? Shook her head, yes. I said, okay. 
I said, can you talk to me now? And she said, yeah. I said, do you think that it would have been more helpful to tell your sister, next time can you let me open it? Because I really wanted to. Yeah. Or to have this huge reaction where no one, no one knew why you were upset. Yeah. I said, do you think Sissy wanted to hurt your feelings? And she said, no. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah. I said, so, like, I get being disappointed, but it's a gum wrapper. And then when you use your words to tell us things, we can make changes for next time. But right. when you scream and cry, no one knows why if you're not telling us. So, yes. do you think that your reaction was bigger than the problem? And she said, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like next time, Again, let's talk. And it's that breaking same it down. Pathways same pathways. Same pathway. Or, or different pathways to the exact same goal. Yeah. Yeah. I just talk more, which is not <laughs> surprising. By the time baby number two comes, you feel superhuman. You totally have it all figured out. You got this. But then the reality sets in. It's more than twice the work and can sometimes feel like absolute chaos. It's obviously not always going to go right, but you'll take any opportunity to make it a little easier. The Honest Company has a new line of calming products for the whole family, so your little ones will go down easier and you can have a moment of honest relaxation. The Calm Collection is a line of dreamy and calming lavender products to help make you and your baby's bedtime routine smoother. They have lavender wipes to clean up sticky hands and messes, a calm lavender bath and body set that's both gentle enough for babies and soothing self-care for moms, lightweight lavender body oil to help wind down before bedtime, and fun purple printed pajamas made with 100% certified organic cotton. The sooner your little ones go to bed, the sooner you are able to relax. For a little while, anyway. Their Calm Lavender Collection is made with lavender essential oils that help calm babies before bed. And their super absorbent overnight diapers have up to 12 hours of leak protection. With a focus on sustainability and clean products, The Honest Company works with toxicologists at their in-house lab to create eco-friendly, safe, and effective products you can feel good using. Body products are naturally derived and designed for all skin types, while their diapers are made with plant-based materials that are ultra-soft and super absorbent. Good for your whole family? and your environment. Try Honest for yourself. Shop at Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Honest.com. Hydrating doesn't have to be boring. Splash Refresher spices it up by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Splash Refreshers are delicious, bright, flavorful, and available in five craveable flavors. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and a splash of sweetness for a hydrating and delicious beverage you'll come back to again and again. My favorite flavor is the lemon. Uh, it really does taste like lemonade, so I'm getting hydrated, and it just feels like I'm drinking lemonade. Splash Refresher perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange, Splash Refresher is there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. They are delicious, bright, flavorful, and hydrating, and zero calories, so you can have fun flavored water without any guilt. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart, or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. One of the things I will say, I would wager, I don't want to put a percentage on it because then someone's going to be like, well, the science says, and I don't have the science to back me this time. This is just anecdotal experience after 16 years of parenting, plus being in the parenting communication spheres for a long time. Mm -hmm. 
I would wager that many over-the-top reactions, so melting down because the bluey bowl is in the dishwasher, mm-hmm. most of the time, the further over the top they go, the less about the bowl it is. Yes. The, the gum wrapper meltdown was not about the gum. Yes, the gum was very disappointing. This is an element in what we're feeling, but the over-the-top reaction had nothing to do with the gum wrapper. It's, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. It's the final mild inconvenience. And here's the thing is the over-the-top reaction could be the culmination of 117 tiny minor inconveniences that just mm-hmm. plagued our children throughout the day. The, their shoe and came untied. And it doesn't untied. mean they had a horrible day. Right. It just means maybe the lunchroom smelled bad that day. And mm-hmm. at, at gym class, they, they didn't get to do the scooters. They had to play basketball. Yeah. And, and at recess, it was raining and they had to do indoor recess and they just got to play with a puzzle. And it's those yeah, little they things, were about to, to station that. switch right as Huge. they finally got to their finally station. Like, yeah. And those are big things to little people. Those are, those are big yeah. things. Right. Yeah. But but a lot of the times it's not the thing, the straw that broke the camel's back, the the situation that you're looking at and watching a child have a complete over the top. I don't want to say meltdown because that means something different, but a, a complete breakdown. It's, it's an overreaction. Yeah. It's probably not about the thing that you're staring at. And the worst part of it is they are doing their best, not on purpose, but they are doing their best to dysregulate you. Because they're having an absolute fit about something absolutely right. and ridiculous. And it's not intentional. It's not intentional, no. but it, it is. It will elevate your own feelings when suddenly yes. there is a screaming child and you don't know why and, and they seem to not want help with it. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I ended up saying something to my kid the other day that I will be using in the future because it was very effective. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what you're talking about because when I tell you that my child was crying on the floor in the bathroom Mm -hmm. because (laughs) she missed the chocolate pop-tart box funeral while she was in the restroom why 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 was that was an entire sentence that i'm going to need you to break down word for word let's start at what Pop-Tart box funeral is. We're just going to divert here for a sec. Yeah. As it turns out, I also missed that funeral. What happened was I was in a different room. And as I'm walking down the hall, I see my kid, not full on meltdown sobbing, uh, waterworks, like just soft tears. And she's just laying on the floor upset. And so I find that first. Okay. I'm like, I've been out of the, the vicinity of my children. I was like literally in the other bathroom. For 13 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, I missed the funeral for the Pop-Tart box. And I'm like, what? So I went to the kitchen where my other two children are. <laughs> and this empty box of Pop-Tarts is sitting in the middle of the floor, wrapped in this scarf. And there's like a, a paper towel tube behind it as a grave marker. And they're like... <laughs> We ran out of chocolate pop tarts, so <laughs> we threw a funeral. <laughs> I'm like, what's? Yeah, that's. Every once in a while, do you think, you know what? Gentle parenting is great, but man, are their future partners gonna have some fucking questions for them? <laughs> I mean, they have me as a parent, so this wasn't <laughs> terribly unusual. It was. 
It's just a Wednesday after I'm school. I'm not sure what part of this uh, story because it's the part I'm supposed to focus on. That your two older children made a funeral for the pop dog. No, 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 no. It was my oldest and youngest that did the funeral. <laughs> I'm so. All of this happened in less than three minutes. I just had to pee, y'all. I, I just, just needed to empty my bladder. And, and she was so sad because she missed the funeral because they, they didn't wait for her to finish washing her hands. And how quick was that funeral? So, that box was not well loved, apparently. The they planted the sucker in the kitchen floor just like, in under three minutes. R.I.P. And so <laughs> I'm in the kitchen looking at the funeral. Crying. And then I turned my head back to my kid crying in the bathroom about Pop-Tarts. And I went and sat on the bathroom floor. And I said, are you actually upset about the Pop-Tart box funeral? Or is it easier to be upset about the Pop-Tart box funeral? Is there something else that's harder to talk about that's bothering you? And she looked at me and said, I don't know. <laughs> and I said, your non-answer told me that you do know. You do know. You do yeah. know. <laughs> I don't so, know. It was like a universal five-year-old code for, yes, you do. You just don't want to tell me. So that whole story was really just to get to that specific question I asked. Is this really what you're upset about? Or is it easier to be upset about this? Yeah. This is easier to talk about. Yeah. And that made her think about it. Because I don't think she realized it was easier to be upset about the Pop-Tart in that there was something else going on. Mm -hmm. In that moment brought some clarity to the situation where we were able to actually discuss what was bothering her. Yeah. Yeah. There, I, I do very politely and carefully make my kids, I'm not telling them to stop crying. I'm not telling them to stop feeling. I'm not telling them that their rage is wrong. What I'm wanting them to learn, because it is, it is learning. There is a learning curve on how to be a person. Yeah. Our kids are people who are just really bad at being people, right? Mm -hmm. I want you to have an appropriate reaction, not just for you, but for the sake of others that you live with, that you interact with, mm -hmm. that both things can be true. I, I do want you to be aware of your impact on the world, the greater impact and the, the small impacts, right? So I, I want, I, we need to learn how to have an appropriate reaction and crying on the bathroom floor because you missed the Pop-Tart box funeral. Not an appropriate reaction here. That's a real sentence you just got to say. <laughs> like both of us have said that sentence seriously this week. Seriously. I don't. I once wondered how parents kept a straight face and then I had kids. Yeah, um, real sometimes, easy. Sometimes it's hard to, but sometimes you're like, no, this is really serious. This Pop-Tart box funeral. Like I'm sad that you ate my chocolate Pop-Tarts, but. <laughs> but I have adult money. I'm just going to buy more. I'm just going to buy um, more. <laughs> so. I'm I'm never telling my kids I don't want you to feel those. What I'm telling my kid is I need you to know how to cope with those. You can still be mad, but you still have to be able to function through that. It's not just that you're not telling them that they can't cry. I think what you're doing is asking them for a moment of connection. Yeah. Because especially when we're talking about younger children, they're can't be an expectation of their ability to self-regulate. They mm -hmm. need a co-regulator. Yeah. And so if we can't access them, if we can't calm that down mm -hmm. to connect, that feels 
helpless as a parent. Like you yeah. feel helpless to help them, even if you know, like the, it's a, it's a bowl, it's a pop tart funeral. Yeah, you have to access yeah. that connection point that, so that, that you can point help in them brain, yeah. cope and help them get through this feeling mm-hmm. in a way that isn't detrimental to their own self-worth and self-feelings. And yeah. I mean, that's the thing I say to my kids, if they're like just staying way too long on that yeah. upset and I'll sit down, I said, do you, do you want to feel this way? And sometimes they say, yes. Yeah. That's valid. Mm-hmm. That's va- it's like, sometimes you just want to be upset. Yeah. However, we shouldn't stay there. Mm-hmm. If you need to cry it out for a few minutes, I get it. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. There is nothing wrong with our kids coming to us when they just want to be mad, mm-hmm. but got themselves stuck. Just the other day, I, a grown adult, got mad about a feedback that I had gotten from someone that I was working with. I essentially worked really hard on this whole like script for them, and they sent back and said, yeah, none of that. I, we don't want any of that. You missed the mark entirely. Try again. <laughs> And they they said it very nicely. There was nothing unprofessional. There was nothing untoward. Everything was correct. I just got my feelings hurt that I hadn't done it right the first time because I'm a gifted and talented kid. And clearly I suck now. So I got mad. Mm-hmm. I got mad that they rejected my stuff. I got mad that I had to do it again. And I marched myself into Jack's office and I unloaded on him. And after a while he goes, okay, so are you just going to do it mad? Or are you going to calm down first? Because I feel if you do it mad, you're going to get a repeat. You're going you're gonna to get to do this a third time. Yeah. It is okay for our kids to ask, especially trusted human beings like their parents or the, the fun gay uncle or the very close, you know, not by blood, but still family aunt. Yeah. It is absolutely fine for our kids to seek us out to help them regulate. Because mm-hmm. I am an adult and occasionally need help regulating. <laughs> it means we're we're doing a good job if our kids feel safe coming to us. Yes. And I mean, as you said, like adults, it's it's part of the human experience for better yes. or worse that we can't always regulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, but that's one of the things that I say to my children if they are like staying there is mm-hmm. you don't deserve to feel this way. Like you deserve to feel better. Mm-hmm. And I know it's easier to just keep feeling this way and doing what you're doing. But the easiest way isn't always the best way. And I'd love Mm -hmm. to help you come up with a better option. Yeah. Because it's like, it's telling them like, you're not wrong for feeling to Mm -hmm. have these feelings, but you don't have to keep feeling this way. Mm -hmm. We don't have to stay here. Yeah. And I think that's actually a really great point too, is that adults end up in these meltdown, not meltdown, but like tantrums, like adults throw tantrums too. Yes, we absolutely do. <laughs> it happens and, and to, to varying degrees. And I think a lot of us feel silly afterwards. Uh, but 
that doesn't mean we're like wrong or bad people. It just means that we mm-hmm. get dysregulated. And I think that's an important thing is that if we are having these overreactions, because adults have overreactions too, if that's yeah. happening more than you're able to stay regulated, that's something we need to explore. Yeah. It's probably not about the kids triggering you. It's yeah. not about the bowl. And if this is like our primed reaction, that's like just the way our body is used to reacting and we're not stopping and trying to regulate before we react. And then our kids are doing that too, right? Because we're teaching our kids not just with our words, but with our behaviors. Yes. For better or worse, right? Mm-hmm. And so we all love when we see our kid do something really great and we're like, oh, I'm doing good. But when they do something... And you're like, oh, I don't like that. And then you're like, uh-huh. oh, they learned it from me. Yeah. I don't like that. But it's one of those, if we're telling our kids, like, you are overreacting, are you also overreacting? overreacting. <laughs> and n- not in a self-hate spiral way, mm-hmm. not in a way that you're a bad person, but in a way of like self-reflection and finding yeah. your own places to grow in the same way that we're trying to help our kids grow. But I I just personally, I'm not in the, I try my best to not do the do as I say, not as I do. Yes. I don't always succeed. You know, I make mistakes too, but that's my goal. (laughs) Well, it's the same thing. So I am a convert to responsive or gentle parenting, which means a lot of people ask me questions while I'm also starting this new thing. I'm, I'm breaking the cycle and I'm stepping away from everything I knew And trying something completely different. So we're just out there floating in the wind with no real back brace of support back there. Like we're unsure which direction to fly because we don't get to stand on the foundation that our parents built for us because we have for whatever reason gone, not like that, not doing it that way. Yeah. But as we're shifting, one of the most common questions I get on every live in my email box, in my DMs all the time, and I'm not mad. Please keep sending them. I'll keep sending the same answer. But I have tried to stop yelling. I want to yell less, but my kids only respond when I'm screaming my head off. What the fuck am I doing wrong? And my answer is the most disappointing answer ever uh, because someone gave this to me when I was first shifting to gentle or responsive parenting. They're like, you accidentally, when you were reactive, when you were unable to take a moment to regulate yourself and check your tone and check your communication and check your motivation. When you were doing that, you accidentally trained your kid. The only time it's important I respond is when mom loses her shit. This is when it is required that I respond to mom because she's gone off the deep end and she's screaming like a banshee. Now I have to say something. Now I have to come out. Now I have to do something because now she's really, really serious. Those other times she didn't mean it. Or she would have just started screaming. Right. So you not only have to do this work on yourself to check yourself, to check your tone, to check your feelings, to check your motivation. Now you also have to help your kids be like, look, buddy, I'm serious. Even if I'm not yelling, they have to experience a period of adjusting their own expectations and responses because you have adjusted your expectations and responses. Because it's like it's not just to to not yell anymore. You have to communicate that that's what you're working Mm -hmm. towards. And that's such a vulnerable and powerful thing you can do to tell your kid. I recognize that what I'm doing here isn't right. Yeah. And here's how I'm trying to adjust it. And here's what I need from you. And it's not like a need like you're supporting me. What it is is can can you 
I want you to be aware. That's the need. I need you to know mm-hmm. that this is what I'm trying to do. And I'm going to communicate to you if I feel like, hey, I might start yelling because I have said this nicely six times mm-hmm. and I am getting really frustrated and we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. So I need you to hear me before I yell. Like that's the need from yeah. them. And that communication is also showing them that, oh, my parents aren't perfect. Yeah. They're, they're trying to do better too. And that's like, mm-hmm. again, our kids are learning from more than our words. They're learning from our actions. Yes. I've said that the best, most impactful thing a parent can do is fuck up and then apologize. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's one of the most impactful things a parent can do while raising their kids. It doesn't matter how amazing you tell them to tie their shoe. That's really cool. I love that you did that. That's an invaluable tool. It's amazing that you gave them all this amazing language on how they're feeling and how to use a feelings wheel and how to be empathetic and consider the emotions of others and how they communicate. Excellent. The next generation is absolutely going to fix everything that's fucked up about the world. But the most impactful thing you can do is fuck up and say sorry. Yeah. It's that because empathy is a skill that we can grow. It's a yes. it's a skill we can get better at. And it's it's in those things, right? I my littlest lady had said to me once that she thought her oldest sister liked middleest more than her. Oh. She said and yeah, and I was like, Oh, I don't I don't think that's true. I said, I think just like you and Middleist hang out more together because you're closer in age. I think it's probably mm-hmm. something like that. But I just I mentioned it offhandedly to to my eldest. I said because I was tucking my littlest in. I said, Yeah. I said you want to just give your sister a hug because she she thinks that you know you you don't like her as much because she had been currently playing with yeah. the other one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she was like, oh, I don't want her to feel that way. Yeah. And she literally, I didn't even follow her, and I heard her say, I love you just as much. But we're further <laughs> apart in age. And, you know, there's not as many things that we do together, but yeah. we can do more together. I don't, I like you just as much. I love you just as much. And I'm like, they're not even my kids and I'm feeling it. So here, here's the thing. Um, I, I know our timer is about to go off, but we talked a lot about regulations if that's something new and, and foreign to you, if you're fresh here, if if you've just discovered this and this was an eye-opening moment, please go back and listen to our episode Puddle of Pickles. Said where we totally seriously. Puddle yeah. of pickles. Puddle of pickles <laughs> is the real thing. Look, I had to tell my son to take his lettuce feet off his sister yesterday at the dinner table. That was that was a complete it made perfect sense. Right. I was dead serious. Yeah. Um anyway, listen to our episode Puddle of Pickles for a lot more in-depth. A discussion of what a regulation is, how you can deploy those for both yourself and your kids. There's and the there's, timer. There's the timer. Called it. <laughs> I feel like you're cheating recently. I feel like you're keeping your eye on it. And I'm like, okay. So, I don't know if you noticed, but like my hand sort of wanted, it's, it's hard to see on the camera, but my yeah. hand sort of wanted, it's because I scooted the screen over so I could see the timer. Cause I, was I, know, like, I, I saw, feel like I we've saw, been talking for like, a while. I'm like, <laughs> I, I may have peekabooed the timer that one. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to another episode of Child's Proof. I'm sorry that you also missed the Pop-Tart funeral. I assure you, it wasn't that serious. Uh, but please <laughs> let us know what random thing that your kid was crying about the other day. Give us an email, uh, childproof at betches.com. Be sure to give us a follow on all the social media. They are Tori Phantom. I am Mama Cusses. 
And pre-order Mama Cuss's book, that TikTok sensation. It comes out very soon. It's very good. You'll love it. And do that right now. We'll drop a link in the description. You can buy it from all your favorite places. And this is my annual shout out. If you have a favorite small bookstore, please support them by buying my book. If they are not carrying it or don't know it exists, it is being released by St. Martin's Press, which is a division of Macmillan. They can order that from the Macmillan catalog and get that to you at your favorite small bookstore if you don't want to go to one of the larger chains. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday, everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave us a rating too. We like reading them. It's actually really important that you leave us a rating. Uh, that helps so much more than you know. Yes. Please leave a rating. And remember, sometimes our kids are assholes. And sometimes it's us. Childproof is produced by Rebecca Salsmacow and Sean Kilby. Editing by Shannon Sassone. Social media by Lauren Salome. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow us at at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your email at childproof at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy, perfectly blending refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, there's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. My favorite flavor is the lemon. The mandarin orange is my favorite flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.